Well, that happened. Okay. Uh, thanks, Adam. Uh, yes, this is uh, non-applicable. Uh, my name is Nick. I'm Adam. And uh, that happened. How about right? that? Oh. How about that? Right. Um, and 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 you're referring to the Georgia runoffs, right? Um, I'm referring to the forced vote protests. Oh, okay. You're you're not referring to. Um, I don't know, maybe John Fetterman being kicked out of the PA Senate. I'm actually talking about Merrick Garland being um, uh, Biden's attorney general. Oh, wait. In the no, 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 no. I, I, the you're, you're talking Island, about that? The governor of Rhode Island becoming um, Biden's secretary of, the, of commerce. Yes, yes. We understand that is what Gina will do. Um I, I, I thought you might have also been referring to the fact that Congress pretty much decided to go on break until the inauguration. You know, they deserve it. Why? I don't know. I, because... I, I mean, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a hard week for them. It's been a hard week. No, that's, that's, that, that's fair. Everyone, it's, it, it's been tough. We just started 2021. Um we said it was going to be better. I mean, I never actually thought that or said that realistically, but a lot of people said that and thought Listen, that. Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, their New Year's resolutions are self-care, giving themselves more self yes. So they need to be, so they're giving themselves a break. And and Kevin McCarthy too. He, he just wanted to go back to California to say to Gavin Newsom, no, you cannot take over our state. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I, I, I realize what you meant by that. Cuomo just had clinics throw out vaccines. Oh, yeah, yeah, that happened. Yes, that yeah. is the that. Happened too. Yes. So, so, folks, if you don't understand, there is a lot that happened. And we are not addressing the mouse in the room. But... Yeah, so the, the 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 big thing that happened that I'm sure everybody the the three people listening to this are that Vikings uh, are cool again. Yes, the um the stormcloaks took over the what took over the Capitol building. Um, no, so yeah, uh, there was a, a little event that happened on Wednesday, January sixth. Um. A day that will live day, in some new, people's infamy. New 9-11, the day that will live in infamy. Um, no. So whatever you want to call it, there was a riot, a protest, uh, an insurrection. A one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes. I, I mean, Nick, I'm personally, personally, I'm just calling it the dumb, dumb coup. <laughs> yeah, I think I... I think that that's a fair enough assessment of it. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, we can just start talking about it. So, Nick, what were your initial thoughts when when you were seeing all this going going on? So, I remember before anything of this sort started, um, I had not really paid any attention to the rally that was occurring um, in DC. 
Um, I like paid no attention to it at all. However, I was watching something and then I saw on my phone uh, that C-SPAN was starting their coverage of the joint session of Congress to, oh, that's right, the other that, to count the electoral votes to say yes. Joe Biden will officially, not yet, but officially is going to be sworn in come the 20th of January. But, um, and I started listening to that. And then that comes followed by the, like, storming of the Capitol in a sense by uh, this mob, these people, whatever. Um, and my initial thoughts and, and feel free people to criticize me and say that like, Nick, that is stupid that you thought that. Nick, you're but, canceled. Yeah, I'm canceled. Um, I, I, I was just kind of like laughing I just, I just found it so funny in, in so many different ways. Like one, um, seeing all these like MAGA people, um, you know, fighting with police, which mind you, I'm someone who like knew and, and thought prior that like, you know, there, there are a lot of people who will say like blue lives matter within like MAGA, but they, they don't mean it in the sense that the cops lives matter. They just mean it is like, we, we like you cause you back us. And like, that's, that's kind of what we want. Um, but you know, that was one reason also the, uh, just, I don't know the the craziness of thinking of all these like MAGA supporters probably having the idea in their heads that like this day is like the last hope for America mm -hmm. and 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 really just my manifestation of laughter and irony and and not not actual joy but just like huh so funny like look at look at what they're doing they they decide this is their last stand. Many of them saying like this is 1776 and a revolution, um, and and then also sort of like laughing, you know, against myself and against the left in some ways because no no leftist movement has been able to do anything that like successful but they weren't successful it was like very unsuccessful but but in the sense of like mobilizing um i don't know so as i'll say i just laughed and also uh no antifa was not a part of this um and no uh i don't think this was like fully orchestrated sure i could believe to myself that there are people within like, you know, within this that we're orchestrating certain like bits. I mean, like, that's probably why there were IEDs found. Um, however, it, it very much seemed more general and organic of there were a lot of angry people there, angry in a very stupid way. And uh, they just were like, what should we do? I guess we'll just storm in and we're gonna take pictures with police 
and we're going to put our feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk and say, ha ha, good day. I don't know. Yeah, well, before I get into some of the things you brought up, I just want to I just want to set the scene for, for my like day on Wednesday. So, you know, I thought Wednesday was going to be like a nice day. I was going to go yeah. for a walk. Um, you know, I, I saw um, I, I saw online that there were some people were talking about the protest, but I was just trying to ignore it because I was just like, well, you know, it, it'll just go away. Like, it's not a big deal. And then Nick texted me and said they got into the Capitol. And I was like, the building? And then Nick was like, yeah, yeah, the building. And I was like, oh, God, this is like an actual thing. Um, so I, I, I wanted to not pay attention to it, but I just had to because it, it was just such an amazing spectacle. Um, and, you know, like you, Nick, I, I thought it was kind of funny, too. I also thought it was very terrifying. Oh, yes. Um, just like because, you know, just as you know, just as, you know, Americans, we're not used to seeing um people get get that close to mm-hmm. the hall to like the halls of power not that, that i thought yeah. they actually were successful in any way but just had the scene of people just like screwing of, of um the dragonborn screwing around in um uh nancy pelosi's uh seat seat in the house of representatives yeah. is it was very like unsettling but also hilarious mm-hmm. at the same time and and I, I do want to quickly mention, I, I as well did feel uh, like for those inside, kind of like scared and terrified at certain points uh, because I was watching uh, coverage from C-SPAN and they had some different like correspondence or they went to some different representatives that were like actually inside. Um, and like hearing from their perspective, I was like, holy crap, like, wow. Um, but you know, they, uh, as, as Ilan Homar said, they did a thing, right? They, they did a thing. <laughs> well, that happened. That happened. Right. Um, but. yeah. So, I mean, my, just some of my thoughts about this, you, you, you mentioned the police and I, I feel like, like you can't talk about this with this, without just talking about the fact that, um, the, like the, Capitol Police just allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like all these these MAGA hogs had no had no actual capability or plan of doing it or, or coordinated plan to do this. So, uh, not to say that there was no signs that something was going to happen uh, on all of these like MAGA blogs, like you know. Uh, I, I don't even know what the names of them are, but like Reddit, Reddit, I think, I think the, the R slash the Donald is still around. Right. I, I, I don't remember. I, I, I can't recall. I feel like that it got like in quarantine, which is, yeah. you know, has some restrictions in a way, but there are various different things. Also, I will say, do not blame Reddit as a whole. There is a lot of glorious okay. things on Reddit. Okay. No, I, but yeah, I'm just, Cringe. Um, so, uh, you see, you know, things like Parlor. There were a lot of MAGA people who, you know, like almost a month ago after the elections, or two months ago after the elections, there were a lot of people who were saying, "Hey, let's go to D.C. on January 6th when they're counting the votes and and screw shit up." You know, 
like, uh, and you know, there was no coordinated, like massively organized plan. Like, like the few thousand people who were there were not some trained militia for Trump. It was just a lot of disparate, pe angry people who just so happened um, to get in there because they realized that, you know, the Capitol Police aren't going to treat them like Black Lives Matter protesters. The Capitol Police were going to allow them to go in there um, because, uh, because unlike Black Lives Matter or any type of left-wing protest, these people represent no actual threat to existing power structures. Like, and, and they also don't represent like any unified ideology besides we want Trump to be president. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you have people like the Proud Boys, and I don't even know what they're about. And then you have you know, the Groypers with, you know, Nick Fuentes and all those morons who want like a Catholic theocracy. And, mm -hmm. and, and so, so this, the only thing behind this was Trump and Trumpism. There was no actual threat to existing, cap, you know, capitalism, economic systems, that type of thing. Uh, so naturally, and I don't, and I don't know if the Capitol Police, if I would go as far as saying you're, there was a conspiracy to allow this to happen, but they definitely didn't think it was as big a deal as some of the other um, uh, protests. You know, if you see the pictures of the Black Lives Matter protests that happened in D.C. if you during over the summer, there were already National Guard Guard soldiers there when the protest began. You didn't, they didn't have to wait. Um, and, and I'll just, I'll, like, I, uh, I'll just say that the, none of this was planned, but like many different things that happen in like history, seeing it from like a certain perspective and framework, you can understand that this was like the only move for these people that were like that like that was allowable like for them like they had to take a stance well, so I, many of these I people I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it wasn't planned necessarily because there were like telegraphed things that the capital yes. should have been aware of i would just say it's, it wasn't organized yes it was very spontaneous it was a spontaneous eruption yes. of emotion from these trump people yes. who were all like larping about doing something yes well and, and but but what i'm saying is what I'm saying is that that emotion and that like that need to do something was set in place like a, you know, like certain like chess moves on a board in a sense of, you know, this was the move that they had to make. Like this was what they were, you know, not necessarily forced to do, but it was like, I, I'm taking, I'm making this as my move because, I, you know, as as many idiots, you know, within this will say, you're either with us or against us sort of thing. Yeah. Um, in a way. Um, and then, you know, you, there were clips, there were clips of police officers, Capitol Police, like allow, like opening up gates and allowing people to come in. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there were also clips of, you know, SWAT team, riot gear people fighting, trying to fight them back. But yeah. You can tell you right now they didn't try as hard as they tried. Well, um, with other with even black lives even, even even if it is like, I'll 
I'll I'll give like some like benefit of the doubt to some way, like even if it is that, you know, oh, like trying or not. I mean, if, like if you are a person who is like a police officer and you're in that situation, like where there's a swarm of these like MAGA people like coming up against you and after you put up a bit of force, they're still like, you know, coming at you. I, I, I would understand why you would back off. But then the real like fault comes to, as you said, they don't see these people as a threat in the same way, or they didn't ever identify it as a threat in any sort of like similar fashion, Mm -hmm. because it's not designed to. So realistically, they're they're not going to treat them the same because to their eyes and how they view threats and violence and like oppression they don't view it as such yeah um so why do you so so broadly why would you say they were protesting like what were their well like what was the goal behind them who were protest who was protesting and why were they protesting do you think well I would say it was, I mean, they, they were MAGA supporters. That's what I'll say. I mean, there were plenty of different like factions and groups there from people who definitely identify themselves as like Nazis, neo-Nazis, white nationalists, like, etc. cetera, um, as well as people who we would probably identify as those, but distance themselves from those kind of labels um, to more like, you know, people who I wouldn't classify as everyday Americans, but then again, saying everyday Americans is a really stupid sort of term, but people who are definitely probably following some of those people um, but see themselves as like an average working stiff, even if they're not. Um, there were there there was definitely a large array of people, and why they were there, it's because they wanted to show um, Trump that they were standing with him. That 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 was it. It's because all of the like media personalities who you know supported Trump and like Trump himself kept on this push and it, it, it kept going from like November 7th or 8th, whenever like Biden was sort of declared the winner of the uh, election. Um, and, and, and it kept going because the conspiracy theories of like, you know, voter fraud and such was built up. And then they had one deadline and they were, you know, at different state capitals, like trying to do certain things and at different hearings. And that was what they were doing. They also had had like the million MAGA march sort of thing and like, you know, various things to continue to build up and to have these things be supposedly defining moments of like, you know, if you're here then yes, you stand with Donald Trump. If you're not, then you're not doing your duty as an American. And that's what there are so many people who they had this idea of that in their heads that like, this is a defining moment. And 
That's what made them want to be here. They felt it was a defining moment where they could make an impact. They had no idea realistically, I think, how, at least some of them, how they were actually going to make an impact. They were just told to. They were just told that it was going to make an impact. And then they found, some of them found the opportunity to storm the Capitol and like keep this pressure up and they did it. And some of them are proud of that fact because why they were able to stoke fear into people and they were able to hold off the vote on the electoral like college votes. And I mean, it's, that's what, that's what occurred. That's like, that's why people wanted to do it. Cause they were like, I am with Trump. I am showing that I'm with Trump and I want to like show daddy Trump, Hey, you should love me. And then he sort of turns on them and they're like, yeah. what the heck? I, I, I agree. I mean, I think you can, you can really boil down this whole event to the word spectacle. Yeah. Because most of the people who were protesting there were not like this mythical, you know, working class, blue collar Trump supporter um, oh, yeah. who, who, you know, supported Trump because of uh, NAFTA and that he would get trade deals and stuff like that. And I don't think that type of person even exists very much anymore mm-hmm. um, compared to 2016. But I think, a, I mean, a majority of them are like these middle class, like small business owners and um, there was, I mean, it, people, there are things, things coming out about some of the people there. Like there are some CEOs there. There were, mm-hmm. um, there were GOP like state officials or representatives. Four and Four GOP state representatives went, were at that thing and they yeah. went to the Capitol. Um, uh, they, you know, it's just like all these like middle management type people, yeah. small business owners, the, these are people who can afford to, to fly to DC on a weekday and um, LARP in a bulletproof vest. Yep. You know, none of these people had, you know, they have, like, these are not revolutionaries. These aren't, no. these aren't people who have any type of, you know, new vision of the U.S. outside of like, some, I mean, some of them, you know, some of these ideologically, um, uh, some, some of them aren't so ideologically vague, you know, because you, you, you have like the Groypers and Proud Boys. Mm-hmm. Like, outside of anything that um, Trump stood for, uh, there's, there's really nothing outside of whatever Trump stood for. And in their immediate consciousness, maybe there are some material causes underlying it. Their, their immediate consciousness is, is just for Trump. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why they were there. Even though Trump is ext- was an extremely ineffective president who didn't do anything for them, really. But, but to them, he is a vehicle of. But they think he did. He did, and that's when the that's when QAnon ties into this. Yes, it's because so it's because QAnon is basically just a coping mechanism for these people, so that they can say so so that you know when Q says like oh when Trump gives this hand signal in the speech, that means that he killed uh, Nancy Pelosi and that Nancy Pelosi now is just a clone who, who really supports Trump. And it's like, it's like, it, it, it's just a way of them to, to convince themselves that Trump is at, is what they want him to be, but he's not. 
it it's it's to convince themselves of that and to convince themselves that like they were on the right side at those times in their lives like yeah. that i was always on the right side or it was i was following trump because q said this and then we realized that trump turned and now but I, I think this is really um i heard somebody call it say this it's um celebrity culture taking to its utmost taking to its logical ends yeah where it, it's again there are definitely some unconscious you know ideological material bases for their behavior but in their immediate consciousness yeah. it is all about just making sure that daddy trump stays in office. well and and what i was going to say um before uh and sorry for like trying to interrupt you before but it, like trump to them it like they they have this idea that the the changes that he like is making or made but like really didn't in many different ways that like really to many he he is just a vehicle for their own like culture war like ideas and like and thoughts of yeah. about society and feel like yeah tr trump trump trump's got it he's he, he's like me there, yeah. there there was the quote of like um what was it a you know, Trump is a, uh, like a poor man's version of a, like a good businessman. Also, yeah, I mean, like, it, well, like we said, it's all about the spectacle and the culture war. It, you know, they, they have no desire to make society better. It, it, it's just all about, you know, returning to some, you know, lost American ideal that Trump, yeah. only Trump can represent. But, that, but Adam, Adam, you're wrong. Nick Fuentes and the Groypers do want to make society better, but it's based on Western Catholic culture. <laughs> Catholic Catholicism is not like an American thing. <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? It's it's it, it's insane. And 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 to folks, um, let's just say that I have probably spent too much time trying to like listen to this idiot nick fuentes do not do what i do which is subject myself to listening to this idiot who calls himself a paleo conservative but more realistically is like a a white like i'll say like a white catholic nationalist without like you know without fully saying it i you know i i because he, yeah. he, he let me let me say he is not like an actual neo-nazi but he kind of is in certain ways isn't, and he it's just, isn't he a holocaust denier yes uh this this man made a joke as <laughs> th this man made a joke or really he read like a super chat that someone said and like you know like laughed along with it about um comparing the holocaust to baking cookies and like the amount of ovens are the like number of camps that there were and like the math doesn't add up and it, it it's just it's just so dumb yeah so he 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 and his internet followers were there yeah and 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 just just to point out it it surprises me but then again it doesn't of like and 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 mind you we have how, how many hundred 
It's a million people do we have in the US? You have like 360 like million? 360, okay. It was like 300 to 400. Um, mind you, I mean, like, you know, this is in some ways like a small portion, but it, it, it's still fairly big. I saw that last night this man did a stream and of his show that he does where he got like 26 to 27,000 like viewers at the same time at the height of his stream um to like you know to basically talk about like what happened in dc from his perspective um just just blows my mind that like the you know that these people that like there are people who follow him and i think the funniest thing that got me the most was he was talking about you know of how like the people who follow him are like are are good people, but but more from the context of like he was he was sharing different stories of how he's you know met like mothers who say like oh thank you so much you're you know like you're really influential with my son or something like that and you know I'm I'm proud that he has you know like someone like you to like look up to or something. And it just makes me think he's, like he's a, good, he's a good little boy. He yes, he's a good little boy and he's a good Catholic. Good Catholic boy. Clean good. cut. Clean cut. <laughs> he is. All right. Um, sorry. Just, off off just off just from find, that. Just to finalize my thoughts about the whole spectacle thing, yeah. which is also represented by Nick Fuentes. Yeah. Because his whole thing is just winning the culture war. It's not really about any type of economic thing whatsoever. Um, But I think the perfect, the perfect like encapsulation of this, um, the dum dum coup is just that image of um, all the uh, Trump, all the MAGA people walking through the chamber in between the house and Senate, but staying, but staying in the red, in the red velvet ropes. Oh my gosh! Like I, to me, that just perfectly encapsulates what this is all about. Because once they actually got in there, yeah, what happened was they got in there. Um, there was no government to take. There was no plan of action to actually do anything. Yeah. Um, so they just kind of took some stuff. They were all taking selfies, all recording themselves yeah. like dummies, um, and then they left because they got bored. Yeah. Like, like, like I, 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 not to downplay, you know, there are definitely people who there who would have done something violent if people, if some people, if the, there were actual Congress people there, um, but that wasn't the case because hmm. there was no way, like, th- there was no way that they were actually going to allow these people to get to get near members of Congress. Of course, yeah, it wasn't going to happen. Getting them in the building is fine. But, you know, it's just all about the spectacle of seeing these people in the, the cathedral of democracy. Yeah. As, as, as and, I think somebody, I think Joe Biden called it that or something. And, and I will say just to, j- just to clarify, um, in a sense, I, you know, the, these people did do things that were violent. But I think, you know, just to clarify for people who are probably like, Adam said that they didn't do anything violent. No, it's they did do things that were like violent and destroyed things and like injured people and injured themselves. But 
you know, they, they were not that it was, it was nothing like close to the same of like when Adam and I have heard people who have said like, this is like nine 11 in a or, way of like going to be a civil war. Yes. I to say is that like, yeah, it was scary, but the, what made it scary was the spectacular nature of it. Yeah. There was, I don't think there was ever really a threat to power going on there. No. Because all these people were extremely uncoordinated and mm. most of them, if actually given the chance, probably yeah. wouldn't hurt someone. Yeah. If, if they came across some random congressperson, I, I don't think that they would. I think it was yeah. a majority of them, you know, some of them, some of them at the front who realized that they could actually get through these cops. Yeah. Would have done something dangerous. But I think a lot of them just got in there and saw a great photo op. Mm-hmm. Saw a great photo opportunity. The, the 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 what what I just want to say is I I agree with you that them going through the velvet ropes sort of like encapsulates like what occurred in a way. But then I also want to go ahead. Well, you're not going. Okay, I, I I also want to say that like the the two other photos in my mind that I think um add to like to better show the like spectacle of like who who was there is is that like people going through the velvet ropes so the people who like you know they're they're gonna they're gonna follow the rules but like they're really mad they're really mad um then you have the person the the older man who like stole mail but like the picture of him where he has his feet up on like nancy pelosi's desk because you know there are those people that they're the kind of person that they're they're not here to be professional, okay? They're they're here to show. And again, I, I'm just here to like make a statement, but like have a chill time and relax. You know, I got to put my feet up every once in a while. It also shows the the main goal of a lot of these people was just to get a, a cool photo of themselves because yes. you know there he has access to a government computer in the speaker of the house's office and they don't do anything with it. Yeah. Just di- didn't care, and then and then lastly, um, probably uh, the Viking shaman man. Um, either either Q-Anon like QAnon shaman, this yeah, QAnon shaman, or uh, like one of, either either the picture of him like in uh, I I I forget where did they go into the House chamber or the Senate chamber? I think they ended up in both of them. They did be, because the one the one they had like barricaded they got, and there was they got, the into the, they got into the Senate first, I think. Thank you. That's what okay. So um so you know like that that picture or like you know the guy with the fist up. Um you know, but there there there's just so much um you know to and of course like, the, the, the most hilarious picture is the guy with the, the lectern. Yes. Hearing away Nancy Pelosi's uh, lectern, and then they put, so on, they put it on eBay. Yes, I did see that. People were bidding it, bidding for it. And yeah, I, I saw. I don't care what they, anyone says. That's the that is the funniest picture. One of the funniest <laughs> to come out of the the Trump era. Well, I I, I think be, I think yes. I I I think yes that that is, but I also think, well, I'll I'll say for two reasons why I think it is one. Um, because 
it, you know, as, as Trump said, he's bringing the power back to you, the American people. So what does he do at the end of his term? He lets you come into his house and steal elector. That's, that's how you win. This is how I win. And then the second reason is because there were, I, I forget if it was tweets or it was like some, I don't know, some random like low level like news organization that, you know, where like people were saying that the guy's name was like Getty Images or something yeah, like. People thought that, so, so the, you know, the Getty Images thing, it says Via Getty. Yes. <laughs> people, people thought the guy's name was Via Getty and were trying to like, um, they, they were trying to like uh, uh, dox him. Yes. So they were looking for people, for people named Via Getty. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, mm -hmm. and also I just, I, I do want to say before we get like more into this and um, more into other things that occurred that we sort of said at the very beginning um, that like, yes, this is a show of like white supremacy and privilege, you know, of, of these people and the fact that, you know, they are able to, you know, do this um if, they, if these are black lives matter protesters it would have been a massacre yes and and they also would have actually been more prepared um but also i mean i i, I don't think that either adam or i want a massacre and and find that no. okay yeah so before we get into that let's just get into what happened okay. here yeah so there was a woman who you could call, who, who could probably become a martyr for these people. And, and I will say she already has started to become a martyr because when I listened to Nick Fuentes, um, him and many of his supporters, you know, were call, like, were calling her a martyr and basically um, were utilizing what like Black Lives Matter and such has used by continuously saying say her name say her name sort of yeah. stuff um so i like i am just going to say this right now there are plenty of people that went to this or that watched this who are like trump supporters or whatnot that are proud of what occurred and look at ashley babbitt as a like as a hero and a warrior and an american Ooh. patriot to like remember so, so there were four deaths um, among the, uh, the, the MAGA people. Um, yeah. One of them was Ashley Babbitt. She was the only one who was killed by a cop. Mm -hmm. There was one, there was another, th three of the other ones who were actually, okay, the, I shouldn't say this, but actually kind of funny. Um, yeah. One of them accidentally tased himself and he went to, into cardiac arrest. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that one specifically. And I think, t I think, and the, and the, oh yeah. And then one of the other ones, it was this woman who got trampled. Um, but the, okay. And then I, this is really bad. She was, yes. there's a picture of her. She's holding a don't tread on me flag. No. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, and then I don't know, about, I don't know about the other one, but. Yeah, I, I also do know that um, an officer did die um yeah i got he got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher okay um but yeah this woman actually actually babbitt you said babbitt. yes um yeah she was shot and killed by a cop um 
And I see a lot of people, you know, saying that, well, you know, she had it and, you know, you kind of have to talk about this delicately. Yeah. You know, a lot of people saying, you know, she had it coming, you know, she was in the building trying to break into stuff. And, you know, obviously if you're doing, you know, I, I agree with the idea that, you know, obviously you should, that you, you would, should expect to be greeted with lethal force if you're in the Capitol building. Yeah. It's happening to you. Um, but I think it's important to emphasize the fact that I, I just don't think that anybody being killed by the police is okay. Yeah, I, I do not. I, I, I do not like anyone being killed by the state. Therefore, I do not like when the police kill someone. I do not like, obviously, you know, and obviously she was a piece of shit. And oh, yes. Moron. But I, I, I just can't, you know, bring myself to, um, you know, say that like, oh, th- you, you know, you, you, we, we got to murk these fascists. And it's like, yeah. I think, honestly, I think the state itself is much more dangerous than these chuds who were getting into the Capitol. Um, yeah. And I believe she was unarmed. I know. I mean, I, I get, you know, you see people starting to use the, the argument that, you know, she, you know, the cop felt, you know, like his life was in danger and then that gets into a whole thing. But I mean, I, I, I just don't think that that's something that, we, we I, I don't support the National Guard or anybody killing protesters. Yeah. You need sense. Agreed. Yeah, no. And if if you take a look at like, you know, sort of the video of things, I mean, there, there are several different ones that are going around. Um, she basically was going through some like she came up some staircase along with like plenty of other MAGA people. Um, and then she like her and others were like breaking through this doorway and i couldn't tell if it was like one of the cops or like the security sort of like agent person that was there in the building that shot her from like the back or if it was someone from the other side of the doorway um but you know i mean it not nonetheless please we we don't want to murder people and i like believe me i don't i i i'm sure this person like was really not understanding what is happening in the country and uh she was a a huge QAnon person she thought that this was the day of the storm well what did i tell you this is it's you're either with us or against us exactly yeah yeah you know just we don't want to support the police killing anybody. Um, yes. They are against us. And, you know, like I said, I get in that situation, you should expect to be greeted with that kind of force. Yeah. Um, that's common sense. But again, I, I, I mean, they, they let them get that far. I know. But <laughs> I, I, I will say though, I don't, I, I don't always like to say like you should expect like for this to occur because a lot of the times it's like when when you're at a protest or some you know something like you know the the police will always say that they are retaliating with like appropriate use of force in a sense 
But the thing is, is there is no, there is no like equal and appropriate yeah. like force, like for, for what happens. Like one, do you really think that like things should be an eye for an eye, like all the time? Because that, that, that in my opinion does not work. And then two, like how, how do you really know that that is like actually appropriate? Someone higher up tells you or you like make a split second decision to do so. And at times I can understand that an officer is saying I was defending my life from, you know, the threat that I saw. But the thing is, is the threats that they perceive are, in my opinion, a lot of the time miscalculated because they have a messed up way at looking at what is like, you know, their truth and whatever yeah but you know that's just our opinion we're just two two guys who who with a podcast that 20 people listen to so yeah we're we're, we're not pushing any needles here no (laughs) then then there are the uh several ieds uh that were found so explosive devices uh one in the dnc one in the rnc and then I want to say I heard one somewhere else, but I can't recall where. I think there. I'm not. I, I forget. I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, it if if you were at all surprised that there were ones in the RNC, um, I will say you have not been paying enough attention. I mean, not like you really should. You don't really need to, but plenty of these people within, like you know, Trump's base feel that there are plenty of Republicans in the swamp or those who are rhinos, Republican in name only, um, in sort of a similar way that like, I mean, but but in my opinion, a more like actual idiotic way, but in, in some of a sense, a similar way to like how Adam and I might say like, yeah, um, you know, Democrats, sure, but like a lot of them can kind of be kind of bad. Yeah, the, the problem that these people have is most of the Republicans in the Senate were going to allow Joe Biden to become the president. Yeah. So they that's that go that's going against their interests. So mm-hmm. they hate the RNC. That's why. Yep. And then they just um, hate Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Um and so to I, I kind of want to talk about this too. Yeah. I guess it you know, talks into the whole, you know, gets into the whole police thing. Yeah. So I think it's, it's important to keep in mind this happened because the police allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, I, I preferred to call this the dumb, dumb coup because I think that's a good way of describing it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have called this terrorism. And I think in some cases, in some ways, that's correct, especially with the IEDs. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, tr- and Trump, and um, oh, I can't minimize. Okay. Um, so I, I'll just tell you what I remember. So, uh, but so in response to this, a, a lot of people have made the very correct prediction that this is kind of like. And, you know, people have also, you know, compared this to 9-11. And you might kind of see a similar response um, from the Democratic Party that the Republican Party too had had to 9-11. Yeah. 
because um, Joe Biden, well, so yeah, um, Biden's response to this, um, he, this is from an article from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, is it Mr. Biden said has said he plans to make a priority of passing a law against domestic terrorism, and he has urged to create a White House post overseeing the fight against idea against quote ideologically inspired violent extremists and increasing funding to combat them. So, sounds a little both sidesy, if you ask me. Yep. I mean, again, I think there are certain scenarios where you could call something terrorism, but I. I I never, I, I just think that ex- trying to expand the definition of terrorism is always a bad idea because that can lead to a lot of civil liberties issues. And let's not forget, this wasn't because of any deficit in funding for the national security state. This was because this was a deliberate, um, this is either a deliberate act or a, a grave accident. Um, so, so when, when they say, um, you know, ideal, like ideologically inspired violent extremists, do you, do we really think that it's going to cover right-wing extremists very much, or do we think that it's going to be used against people who are left-wing people who identify as socialists? Because it seems like they're already fine using this type of force against, um, against uh, Black Lives Matter, at least. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can agree there. I mean, I, I question of how this will actually be used, utilized, like whatever. Um, I, I agree with you of that same like fear of how that's going to affect civil liberties, which believe me, have already been eroded in many different ways. Thank you, Patriot Act and plenty of other things. Well, I mean, with this, we might have a Patriot Act 2.0. Yeah. Where that, that targets, that specifically targets ideological extremism, which, yeah. you know, when put in the hands of, you know, Joe Biden as the one who creates the definition of that, yeah, um, that can lead to problems. Well, mostly, and... I think mostly for, for the left wing. Yeah, and, and I... I, I agree with you of, I, I don't think always like expanding definitions can be a bad thing. I think you really need to, it's always hard when you're like actually defining things. Cause if you look at like an actual definition of what terrorism is, I, I am more than fine with saying that this is like a domestic terrorism, like a domestic yeah. terror act or, you know, whatever. Um, but I would not like, you know, in certain ways, I would not say that it is. I you know, like just just yeah, getting like weirdly nitpicky. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. The, I mean, the de- the debate over the definition of terrorism is always a weird one um, because you know it's just like a violent act. Yeah. Um, you know, with a political motive. Yeah. Um, which you could call which, it. Which you know, in that, but if you're that, um, if if you have such a broad definition of that, I mean, you could call anything terrorism. Really. Yes. And, 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 and I also want to say, I agree with you that it can, that it's like worrisome to see Biden and, you know, probably like, you know, pretty much like the neoliberal, like ideology be the ones pretty much as always within the past, like however many decades or whatever you'd want to say, be creating this. Um, 
and, you know, crafting the definition. And I mean, it also, I don't know, it like, it also scares me because I'm thinking back to the dumb, dumb coup and how so many of these people saw themselves as patriots and like that they were the good guys and that like, why are the cops beating us? Like you should be with us. We're, we're for America, like sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think another, you know, because when it, when things, when you use the word terrorist, it, it unlocks a lot of capabilities of the federal government that you don't get if you just describe someone as like a criminal because yeah. terrorists that ties into national security threat. And I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly put these people in the same league as Al Qaeda. Um, yeah. And also you have to keep in mind, if we do get a Patriot Act 2.0, when we get, you know, president Nick Fuentes. Right. That could bite us hard. True. I think it's a really bad idea, you know, in, you know, in the case of this to like, you know, call for more steady surveillance and harsher penalties just because, I mean, not that these people don't deserve um, uh, punishment. It's, it's the fact that there's a double standard where the same thing can be used against us. Yeah. You know, leftists or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I, I just think it, it could end badly. All right. Well, <sighs> any, any, any other thoughts with, um, all of that before we continue on? Yeah, that happened, huh? Yeah, that, that did happen. Well, and other things that happened, um, I feel like, should we talk about this first yeah. or? Well, okay. just, yeah, so the, the, the response to this has been um, calling for Trump's impeachment or so either Trump's impeachment or wanting them to, um, wanting Pence and the cabinet to initiate the 25th amendment uh, mm-hmm. now, which Mike Pence hasn't expressed, expressed much interest in doing. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like his cabinet is more willing to resign than it is, uh, um, you know, more, force. more willing to resign than do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're getting uh, Elaine Chow resigned, who was Mitch, Mitch McConnell's wife, Secretary mm-hmm. of Transportation. And then you have um, Pete Buttigieg's soon to be new job. Yeah. And then uh, Betsy DeVos finally resigned. Yeah. That Ben Carson's staying. Well, good. You know, it's because he's a doctor. Exactly. He knows. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I find it find it funny because the other day, uh, myself, my mom, I know others did got like an email from our uh, state representative or not state representative, like you know house like representative um and she sent out a survey basically saying you know do you think that you know we should impeach trump yes or no um i i find it to be an interesting thing like nonetheless i've heard uh like fairly i i think understandable and like good arguments of saying like why why are you going to do this when like impeachment like 
anything else is an inherently political act and you know you don't have the votes for it. So things are not like really gonna happen other than you making this statement and we're still not gonna have like $2,000 checks or we're still not gonna have like this, yeah. that or the other, which yeah. I think is fair. But then again, I also understand wanting to actually hold this man accountable for like things that he has done in his past and now like, I don't yeah, know. I understand. I mean, I, I understand the argument of holding him accountable because at this point, Congress has nothing else to do because it's they, they get a new president, they get a new Congress in 12 days. Um, and but at the same time, it's basically just holding holding him accountable to the same amount that the first impeachment did. Yeah. Which um, didn't do anything at all. No. And would not have affected his reelection whatsoever. Um, so now it's just, it, 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 the, the only form of accountability it would be is just, you know, putting him in, in the history books as the first president who was impeached twice. Uh, Way to go. Which is That's... a cool record. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, you know, he's he, he, he would just say that, like, he, he got impeached twice because he did such great work and the swamp just. But I mean, even at this point, it's just like, you know, they, they banned him from Twitter for 12 hours, yeah. they banned him from Facebook until Joe Biden gets in. But remember, he still has the nuclear codes. What do you think he's going to do? Nuke Canada? <laughs> Stay in? Like, he, like, even that's hysterical. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, you know, it... I mean, my only fear is like if they actually were to rem successfully remove him from office, wouldn't all his hogs just make it that? Wouldn't they just make all his hogs even angrier? That yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I don't see it's it. It's interesting because in some ways it can feel like appeasement to like not impeach, like try to impeach him again. But I feel like you're, we're, we're not going to impeach the man. Like it's not going to happen. Impeachment is such a, like there, there's a reason why there has barely been like any impeachments. And it's not because like only so few people who become president do bad things. No. It's because of it being a political act where you need the votes for these things. It would be great, though, if we got like the three day Pence presidency. <laughs> that would be a really it'd funny be, thing it'd to be see. Fun, like, historical bookmark. It really it really would. Like, just think about it. Like an even shorter presidency than William Henry Harrison. And he just uses it and he just uses it to, uses it to like legalize conversion therapy through executive order. <laughs> oh no, no, please. <laughs> please. Wait, wait though. Can it can it be legalizing conversion therapy of MAGA like, you know, hardcore loyalist QAnon people? to becoming like, I don't know, just like a, a Ted Cruz loving American. Not, not really. Yeah. Ted Cruz, that, that, that salt of the earth guy. Yeah, exactly. No, I actually would not want that. Whose wife works for Goldman Sachs. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. so true. It's sad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, and, they still have 12 days to impeach the man. So they might. Well, still the, the thing that Adam and I find interesting too is they still have 12 days. However, 
the uh, Congress is uh, on break. Uh, the House is going to be on break supposedly until inauguration, and the Senate until the day before. Like I said, self care. Self care. Um, so I, I I just find it interesting because I don't understand of how they're they're going to like are they going to bring them back? I would assume if they feel like that they have the chance to be able to. Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, but I mean, in, in some of a way, I could understand if like Mitch McConnell feels for himself politically, he wants to expunge himself from like Trump, like just yeah. add, add more separation between after not backing the uh, what the objections to like the votes in the joint session sort of thing. Um, but I like I I just don't see it happening. I at the end of the day, I do not I do not care enough. Um, and and that's really because w- what I care about are not like these things, uh, like in pieces of paper saying you're a bad man, but like a piece of paper that says here's health care for people. But Nick, what if that piece of paper is a history book? Wow. And what if it's of the Q shaman? I, I'm just so happy the Q shaman is going to be like in a history book. Adam, think about it. You in like a decade teaching history, <laughs> looking back on this day. The darkest day in American history. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, how the turns have tabled. Again, I feel like we're going to make people mad by joking about it, but like... Yeah, probably, but you know, (laughs) it's fine. That's exactly why, and and, and I'll point this out and then we'll keep moving on. Um, On my Instagram story, I uh, put a, uh, I put a poll asking people to say whose defense uh, was better, uh, the Eagles or the Capitol Police? And the Eagles won mm-hmm. astoundingly. Um, I want to say it it totaled at like sixty three to four, I think. Um, so I got a good amount of people to vote, um, almost seventy, um, and the overwhelming majority um, voted with the Eagles. So surprisingly, even after a terrible season. I mean, during these trying times, um, the Eagles have a better defense than the Capitol police who are supposed Mm. to do something to prevent. Are you saying they're not supposed to unlock the doors for people who want to seize the Capitol? No, I, what, what I'm saying is that they should at least have a better defense than the Eagles defensive line. It's not hard. We're in the NFC East. Also, mind you, I'm not like actually an Eagles fan, but um, but then again, I, I don't feel like I'm a Patriots fan anymore. I don't know what I am. It's fine. Not not a Bill Belichick fan. Well, I I don't know. That's that's that that's a tough one. Also, just for people who might be wondering, um, this is about football, American football. Um, 
And in actuality, yes, I was raised a Patriots and Red Sox fan um, because that area is where my family is from. And I was indoctrinated that. Yeah, so for the one person from the country of Georgia who listened to this for some reason. um, Whose flag was flying at the Capitol. Again, again, no ideology. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's my thought, though. I I just do want to clear clear up like the people who were saying some idiot looked up Georgia and got the flag of the country, not the state. Okay, I I, I want to say I think that that flag either had something to do with like the Crusades and this person like, you know, having that idea that like oh the Crusades like, like or use bolt. Yeah, or they're like you know either like a Nick Fuentes Groiper or like white nationalist esque like you know person and they feel that they like the country of Georgia because it is so overwhelmingly like white. Well, isn't it like, it's like, it's Caucasian. Yes. Yes. But I think formally they probably wouldn't say think they're white. No, but I, well, sorry. I, I, I think not necessarily that I, I, I think more thinking back now of like, uh, I'm just saying having just like one ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause that's the only way to have a state work. No, well, no, it's not. All right. Sorry. You know, it's funny. So keep like, rolling. People actually want like, you know, remember the whole, like the left wing should work with right wing populists. Yeah. No, literally the people they're talking about are the people who stormed into the Capitol. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I like, don't want to work with them. Nothing to do with these people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to work with them. I want to study their Viking and shaman esque tactics, but I don't want to work with them. Right. No, but, but um, sorry. The, the the one other thing that just popped into my mind was a a video that I I sent to Adam, um, where this person was climbing up like one of the walls on like the side of the Capitol or like the side of like the steps or like whatever and fell. Um, And, you know, like plenty of people were climbing and made it. And the title of it said like something to the effect of, you know, what, what happens when you run out of stamina in Zelda breath of the wild. (laughs) And it, it it just made my day, just made my day. Okay. But actually to move from, I just got okay. a notification on my phone. Richard Barnett, man seen sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk, arrested in Arkansas. Here's here's my here's my thought. He would have not been arrested if he did not steal mail. Mail is more sacred. If they just charged him on like mail fraud <laughs> instead of instead of um, like sedition or something. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing though. A lot of the times with like certain things, it it is like stuff with like the U.S. Postal Service that oh, catches they people. Own, they have their own FBI. They do. They like people are serious about the mail, and and I understand why, and they should be. It's just it's just really comedic. After if your thing go through the mail, true. Okay, so, okay, so actually, what's, what's next on the docket? So we are moving from the country of Georgia to the state of Georgia. 
as we know <laughs> that um, some way, somehow, that the Democrats have ended up winning both of the races for the Senate in Georgia. So we will have Senator Raphael Warnock and Senator John Tic Tac Tastic Ossoff. Tic Tac? I don't know. It's Tic Tac. Sorry, I I'm 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 being stupid at the moment. Um, sorry. Really, it's it's Tic Tac Ossoff. Kind of weird. Um, and and the reason why I say that is because he has a few different Tic Tacs, uh, which I find somewhat disturbing. Um, I, you know, don't know. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to point out was. I, I was happy and proud to see Raphael Warnock um, win because he called politicians in Washington gangsters and thugs um, yeah, within his was, church. That, that was a while ago. He's not. It, really it was a it was a while ago, but I just want to point it out because I mean I I find it funny because he he was doing better in uh, he he did better in like the final vote count over like John Ossoff and his race. Um, so I just found that like really, interesting. It's really interesting just because um, they definitely, you know, dug up all those old videos of him talking about it in the past. Yeah. Um, and that didn't really do anything at all. No. But they were trying to say he's some type of like radical and it didn't. Yeah. And also part of it is just everybody hated Kelly Loeffler in Georgia. Everyone hated Kelly Loeffler and also a lot of people hated uh Sorry, what was what was Purdue's first name? David. David Purdue. Thank you. Um, but yes, if you don't know Kelly Loeffler, um, and I want to say was David Purdue also, but I know Kelly Loeffler um, was found to sort of have done like insider trading, like around the early times. Both of them, when they found out about COVID and then didn't do anything about it. Yeah, and then they uh, dropped the like they certain did, stock, and yeah, they dropped they they like dropped stock and like medical. Uh, medical or whatever medical thing yeah. so well they probably bought stock and medical stuff and then uh sold it in things that required uh human interaction exactly um yeah we get um Raphael warnock and pete Buttigieg is uh did, didn't he didn't john osoff run for senate before um i i want to say he did i'm gonna i'm gonna look up just to double check but I want to say that he did actually it, run before. I just think it's interesting because he, I think he's the first one to like um, use the Beto and Pete formula and then actually win. Yeah, it is kind of surprising. Um, That's I mean, why I thought he would lose. I, I, I mean, both of us were thinking that. Like I was thinking to myself, I don't think that Democrats are going to take Georgia. Well, but so if... Also, Nick, that's unbelievable. It says Osoff is the first millennial senator to be elected. Uh, oh my gosh. This wow. Yeah. Like, I would have thought at least one or two got in there. Nope. Um, yeah, very interesting. Yes. Yeah, so he was the nominee in the special election in 2017 for a congressional district in Georgia. Um, but he lost a runoff to Karen Handel, a Republican. Um, 
And then no, okay. So I guess that was the only time that he he yeah. ran. Like other other time in the sun. Um but what I will say, um I I also do know that uh Raphael Warnock is now the first uh to, I want to like say it right like either like democrat african-american like elected within like the old south as a senator um which is you know fairly big um but wild wild things to say it um but i will say all of that got overshadowed by the dumb dumb coup of course of course um yeah. But, you know, other other than that fantasticness in Georgia, there's also the fantasticness that we sort of somewhat talked about, which um, of, you know, Trump's final days as things are winding down. And uh, he he finally he finally kind of conceded. Um, he said that he would not be at the inauguration, which is the first in like, sorry, first like previous president to not do so since Johnson, if I remember hearing correctly. Well, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, within his final days, Mick Mulvaney. <laughs> or, or, or since uh, JFK. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> good, good living, living. Okay. However, um, I do know Jimmy Carter uh, as well as not attending. So it it still would have been like a sort of interesting first. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Carter's on his way out, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mick Mulvaney resigned. Uh, Mike Pence is mad, but he probably won't, you know, push mm. Trump out of office. Um, and then, you know, as we were saying, there's been plenty of calls. We're trying to get the, bra- the bravest resignation. Melania's chief of staff. Oh, so true. So true. She she knew she's got to get out of there. Rip in peace. And, and, and I, I am wondering, because I, I remember hearing stuff about this, I feel like a month ago or so, that, um, you know, rumors about like Melania and Trump splitting up. So... <laughs> It'd be amazing. It it really would. If like I like I don't think it's gonna it would happen like right after he leaves the White House. But I like I think like give it a month to three months. You know, bye bye, Donald. Um, but that him being, you know, prohibited from using his Twitter for like 12 hours or until he deletes the tweets. Um and, you know, I don't know, it's, it's, it's definitely been some sad days for the Donald. I, I, I also just never understood the push to, like, get him banned from Twitter. It's yeah. like, no, no matter what, you can't de-platform the president, right? Like, yeah, he has a constant channels communication to, like, yeah. give to anybody, you know? I, yeah. there will be other ways for it to occur i i think that there is some actual effectiveness to like to they could could also stop like they could stop reporting on his tweets too yeah i really don't think they matter very much 
No, they 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 don't. But it's Adam. It's it it's like you know QAnon when it says something, then like you have to like you have to run with it. Right, right. There there might be clues in there about whoever Trump is ex- is uh, uh, discreetly executing today. Yeah, and and it just makes me think of like overall. There were plenty of times where people looked at what Trump said and read way too much into like a sad, failing man, like everything. Yeah. Because so much of what he said throughout his presidency did not mean a thing. He just said it to like be him. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. I don't know. Well, other than that, I, I, I think we can skip this bit, but um, news. yeah, but what, what we will go into is other than the, you know, the wonderful Republican party um, is uh, the, the PA GOP and have how, if you did not hear about this, uh, there were senators within the PA GOP, um, they, you know, banded together, whatnot. They kicked out uh, John Fetterman, Lieutenant Governor, from, uh, you know, being the head of the Senate, because similarly to how Mike Pence is the head of the U.S. Senate, um, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman is the head of the PA Senate, in a sense. He yeah. will preside over it. So, he was doing so during uh, this inaugural, not inauguration, what am I saying? The swearing in of new uh, senators um, and the GOP uh, refused to seat this specific Democrat um, and how they did so, they kicked out John Fetterman and they did the swearing in, but did not read this Democrat's name. Um, oh gosh, I can't get, I reached my limits for the end of the month. So um, I, I forget this, uh, the Democrat's name, but- He was a Democrat who, he won by 70 votes. Yeah, he won by about 70 votes. The election, go ahead. No, no, you know more. Oh, the, the election, um, you know, had occurred. And, you know, of course there's all the craziness with like voter fraud, like, you know, whatnot. And, uh, I want to say that it was, you know, after they did like a recount and or, you know, some absentee ballots and stuff that uh, they found that this Democrat won by 70 votes. Um, So he he won. um, But the, you know, GOP, of course, Mm. did not want to take that loss lying down and they wanted to, you know, sort of fired by the stop the steal stuff. Um, Yeah. They, they felt that they could get away with doing that. Maybe trying to push for another recount or an investigation into the yeah. fraud and, or something like that. And in the process of that, preventing this guy from getting in, which is why, um, you know, Fetterman, who's the Democrat, who was the president of the PA Senate, mm-hmm. they kicked him out so that the, um, the president pro tempore, who was a Republican, could oversee Republican. the process. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fetterman had some choice words for them. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. definitely something to 
And I don't know if we talked about John Fetterman on this before, but he's, he's really great. Like um, he was like a Bernie guy in 2016. And then, yeah, uh, I don't know about 2020, but um, yeah, he's a really good, he, he's like a D I think he's a DSA member, like really good. Yeah, guy. I think and now he just announced today that he is doing an exploratory committee to run for PA Senate in 2022. Yeah, he'll hopefully take over Pat Toomey. I would get behind completely. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't think that we have really mentioned about him. Uh, like, little little bit of history. He is the former mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, which is like an old, old, like, you know, mining town uh, kind of thing out, uh, you know, think out like in sort of the burbs or, you know, like rural areas outside of Pittsburgh, if I recall. Um, and he, you know, very much uh, saw firsthand the uh, impacts of like the opioid crisis um, and, you know, how it's affected his town. Um, another very interesting thing is the man, uh, he, he got tattoos of I, I at least know like the dates of people who died in his town during his time as mayor um, or like, or maybe it was just people who died like from the opioid crisis. Um, and I don't know. I just found that like, he, he's very much a very dedicated person to like people and their lives. And I appreciate that. And, and he's definitely, he, he's leading the way for legal weed in PA. Oh, yes, he is. And um, that's also another uh, thing to sort of lead us into something. Um, but I'll, I'll still just add, like, you know, I, I will say I support Fetterman wholeheartedly and hope that he does end up running for the Senate. I'll vote for him. I'll probably, you know, help support his campaign in various ways. And this will give me something to occupy my time with now. I know. Right. Well, other, other than that, I will say occupy your time, uh, hoping that, uh, Nina Turner and helping her, uh, yeah. come when I mean, he's already opened up for donations. If anybody wants to, that is true. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll put the link in the bio. We could put the link in the bio, give him a little something, something the money. Um, okay. But, other than that, yes, uh, John Fetterman is a fan of legalizing uh, weed. Uh, he also, he, he, he's a very informal man, and I love that. Um, and I don't know, just, just appreciate him as a whole. And speaking of, you know, legal weed, um, we have weed bro Merrick Garland re-entering the scene. And nope. you might be wondering, what? No, I was going to say Joe Biden uh, picked him, uh, has announced that Merrick Garland, the uh, Supreme Court, Obama's final Supreme Court nominee that yes. Mitch McConnell uh, locked through, will be um, the next Attorney General. Yep. Uh, however, I mean, before we get into how cool of a weed bro he is, let's keep in mind uh, Merrick Garland was like the compromise conservative. Oh yes, because they thought that that would you know get. Mitch McConnell to actually want him in, and that of course. Work. So yeah. Merrick Garland is like a pretty right of center judge. <laughs> yeah, he 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 very much is. I, I I'll I'll mention uh, 
afterwards a little bit more of why I said weed bro Merrick Garland. Um, and and mind you, I I do not care for this man really one bit. Um, and surprisingly, this article from NBC News uh, by Scott Lemieux. I don't know, am I saying that right? Lemieux. Okay. Um, who is a political science uh, professor uh, at the University of Washington. Um, and he was also a co-author of Judicial Review and Democratic Theory. Um, you know, mentioned, you know, Garland was leaked as like a pick and, you know, and was picked. Um, however, that, you know, he says Garland should have been picked if he was the best choice on the merits. And here there are real concerns. Um, some of the concerns that he sort of says uh, deal with his, let me see, as many liberal spect uh, skeptics noted when he was Obama's Supreme Court nominee, Garlic is a former prosecutor whose record on civil liberties is particularly concerning, which I find is fairly interesting after the dumb, dumb coup happened and Trump or, and Biden said, we're going to, you know, have a Patriot Act 2.0. Yeah. Um, but he says it's particularly concerning. His embrace on tough on crime policies may have represented and uh, represented the elite beltway consensus in the 80s and 90s. But it wasn't intellectually defensible then, and it certainly isn't in retrospect. The American Civil Liberties Union a uh, comprehensive evaluation of his circuit court tenure found Garland to be a careful craftsman with a fairly liberal record on issues like civil rights, but a conservative record for civil liberties. Mm -hmm. According to the report, Garland very rarely ruled in favor of defendants in Fourth Amendment cases, and his notable sentencing decisions similarly demonstrate a pro-prosecution perspective. Um, you know, and another thing, uh, whatever his faults, though, Garland will certainly be a massive improvement on his immediate predecessors. Former Senator Jeff Sessions was a malicious authoritarian, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, better than the we, other one. We get it. He's better. That doesn't mean good. Yeah, you know, so, if, he, if he paves the way for Patriot Act 2.0, yeah, um, yeah that, that, that should be concerning. Yeah. I mean, as as I'll say, you know, any anyone who Biden picks, I understand that's that's probably better than someone that Trump had in office. I, I get it. That's that's very easy and quick to say, but you should really look at someone and be like, I I I still don't like them because yeah. pretty much a lot of the people that Biden are putting in these positions I still don't like and I won't like because Biden and the ideology behind him and his team is not one that I align with. It's just one that yeah. is slightly preferable in ways. But um, to at least say of why Merrick Garland is a weed bro, I found this interesting article from the marijuana moment. I've never heard of this place before. I was looking up the paper of record. Yes. And I was looking up and, and probably Adam in paper form, this is what you use uh, as your rolling paper. So 
Um, yeah, I, I was looking up, like trying to find articles about Merrick Garland and I randomly found this one and I was, I was kind of shocked um, and it's kind of interesting. So the title reads, um, and it's by Kyle Yeager or Jaeger. Uh, Biden AG pick Merrick Garland wants to defer to DEA on marijuana science and classification. So sort of like, what, what does that mean? Instead of like the attorney general sort of making the decision, he wants to let the Drug Enforcement Administration sort of handle it more. And, and I'm still sort of, you know, unsure of, you know, of things. And he's saying when it comes to the science and classification. So he's sort of taking a hands-off approach and like letting the DEA, I guess, decide what it wants. But I don't, I, I don't think that they're going to really change anything. Well, no, I feel like if you give this uh, discretion to an agency that's designed to prevent people from uh, using or distributing drugs, they're going yeah. to keep marijuana um, as a, you know, a criminal, like a, you know, a criminal substance, mm -hmm. um, to justify their own existence. Yeah. I don't see why the DEA would, um, pot potentially risk their funding by getting rid of a very easy, uh, uh, way to prosecute people and justify, and justify, um, their, their, their current funding. Yeah. However, um, they, they do sort of point out in the article, I, I guess, that it's seemingly better than what he was because it says the principal concern for reform advocates when it comes to Garland's uh, in a 2012 federal lawsuit over the DEA's denial of a marijuana rescheduling petition, he was one of three judges on a U.S. Court of Appeals from the D.C., uh, circuit panel that upheld the denial and his commentary during or oral arguments suggests he feels the DEA is the appropriate agency to weigh cannabis science and scheduling policy. Hmm. That's interesting. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it says, oh, yeah, don't no. we have to defer to the agency when it comes to the evaluations of research into marijuana's therapeutic value? Garland asked the attorney representing the reform group Americans for safe access. Defer doesn't mean they win, but defer is the sense that we're not signed. Oh, okay. So no, it was, I guess that it was okay, but I'm, I don't know who we will, we will see if the man turns out to be a weed bro or not, but. So, so, you know, you kind of had, you have the scales here. So you have Patriot Act 2.0 and potential, um, you know, immiseration of any future left-wing movements or, but legal weed well and and even even though it's not going to happen um i i i'm actually still somewhat optimistic to it happening but i also feel like it's not going to happen dc statehood be just because after what occurred in dc it can give people fuel to the fire to say like dc needs statehood yeah. so they themselves can call upon the national guard and not have yeah. to have trump I mean, we'll see. Well, I, I mean, the GOP definitely wouldn't be for it because that's two automatic Democratic uh, Senate seats. Yes, exactly. Um, but, you know, but yet there are plenty of states that D.C. has a bigger population, too. So, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, right. We'll just we just won't let those people, uh, you know, have a say in one of the houses of Congress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think any any closing words? I think we're uh, out of time. Well, um, I I will say I want to briefly go through some of these uh, tweets and things right, from that. Um, so you know, as, as, as we'll come to a close, uh, I just want to remind you, remember when we said 2021 would be better? I mean, I didn't think that. I didn't say that. I never plenty said of people that. Don't, did. You, don't you put that on me. Don't you put those words in my mouth. Um, but there, there are some very, like, you know, interesting tweets and, like, sort of, like, you know, things that occurred. Um, one of which being the uh, picture of the Confederate flag going through the Capitol. Um, which, yes, is disturbing, is appalling. Um, and I appreciated uh, this tweet. Uh, MAGA 2017, you lost, get over it. MAGA 2021, waving the flag of the war they lost 156 years ago. And then a reply to that tweet, um, which this is complete sarcasm, and I appreciate it. The Confederacy has been winning the Civil War for 156 years and counting, man. Um, yes, exactly. I think the, um, yeah, the, the moment that Andrew Johnson became president, the Confederacy won. Yes, exactly. That, in, in a way, in a way, that is true um, and unfortunate. Um, another thing being uh, today's politicians are soft. When Baltimoreans attacked the House of Delegates in 1913, the delegates didn't run. They fought the protesters in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Wouldn't so I just want to say, like, like the, that would have been amazing. like the the Battle yeah. of Capitol Hill. Like, I what 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 I would have found interesting is to see the like the Trump supporters that were like more angry at like. Mitch McConnell than Nancy Pelosi, and and I would have just the, the spectacle of that. Or what? What if they just like, um, like handed every um, every yeah. Congress like a weapon and told them to fight back? Like, oh they, yeah, AK forty. They give an AK forty seven to like uh, Maxine Waters. Oh my God! It makes me think. Uh, th there's this idiotic, uh, you know political ad uh, by Dan Crenshaw of him like oh, God, going like yeah go, going like full like you know full vet veteran in combat mode um and you know it, it it makes me think like giving him and giving like Ted Cruz like <laughs> I, I swear it's just it's just insane um another thing which I shared with Adam which is insane um, it's not insane. It's just like really funny. Um, but this, this white man who like lives in DC comes out of his like, yes, yeah, like the guy who looks like anyone's dad. Yes. Just, like, you can tell he works in like a firm or yeah. a think tank or something like, yeah. like, he, like he works in Capitol Hill or whatever. Exactly. And he, ju he just comes out and he's like, what are they doing? These crackers. And it, just just gets me it just gets me like that he as a white man is yelling at other white men like these crackers taking over our city i just i just find it well, funny. funny because he's yelling this to a black woman in a car <laughs> yes it's like oh these, it, 
these whack ass crackers. Yeah. Um, then of course, uh, we can never, and we'll never forget, um, the Trump saying you are special, just like to, to, go home. I love you. You're special. <laughs> you are special. So, 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 so good. Um, you know, great, great content, it's, it's, right? Black lives matter people. He was like, uh, um, yeah. when they start looting, we start shooting, start shooting. Exactly. You're special. We love you. Like, like, are you? Yeah, exactly. What, what, what about the man who was like going away with the lectern that he's off to sell on eBay? Oh, you're so special. You take honest, that as a I'm, consolation prize. I think that guy should get immunity. <laughs> I, 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 I'm kind of fine with that. I'm kind of fine. <laughs> um, gosh. Um, there, there is, I'm not going to like fully go into it because it is like a longer video, but just to briefly say, Matt Gates, terrible person. Um, he, he had a speech after the whole thing um, and ended up just like hating on Antifa uh, for being worse and also used something that ended up being like debunked and taken down and retracted or whatever, saying that there was Antifa in the protesters and the facial recognition technology was used, yeah. which was false. Yeah, Antifa's worse, you know, like, um, remember when Antifa, like, shot the president? Oh, yeah, I forgot, I totally, totally forgot. Yep. Remember when Antifa just, like, sieged the Capitol? Oh, yeah, they were pretty that, crazy. That would actually be cool. <laughs> yeah, in a way. Um, then another thing, um, we can, we can never forget that the true, the true winner of 2020, just like the year, is the new interim leader of America, as Will Meneker from Chapo put it. The international community has now recognized this man as America's interim leader. And it's Juan Guaido, because this man is really who America needs, not, not Trump who's just sitting in the White House while all this is happening, but someone who's willing to go with them and jump the fence like he did. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of funny because Juan Guaido had tweeted something like about this and saying of how crazy it was, yet he was someone who like was in like a coup attempt. <laughs> what? Who did the same thing. Oh, that's also my favorite thing is all these, all these countries that... Um, the U.S. has tried to coup. We're yes. giving all these like very passive aggressive, like, oh, we're in full support. <laughs> yes. Of, of the, like, the United States is a beacon of democracy. I think Venezuela gave that one. I think um, Eva Morales from, Bol from Bolivia. Oh, yes. Put something too. <laughs> it's just, it's lovely. Um, you know, there, there, there are some other things that I, I think the only other thing throughout this list that I'll mention is um, it's kind of like funny and interesting that Kelly Loeffler um, changed her stance on the objection due to what happened. Um, so, you know, she, and, and it's funny because there are plenty of like MAGA supporters who, um, you know, had said like that this is going to happen and that's why we can't vote in Georgia. Cause they're going to, they're going to do that. They're going to back off. She, she has nothing to lose anyway. Oh yeah. No, she, yeah. Um, well, remember she is the uh, head of a uh, WNBA team. So she does have that to lose. 
Oh, right, right. And her mansion and other things. Um, but no, I mean, you know, Adam, that happened. And uh, somehow, some way, come... Like, we're all going to immediately forget about it. We're, we're going to immediately forget about it. And like, can you believe like a week and a half from now, Joe Biden, good old Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., is going to be our commander in chief. Yep, and right, and he he, he and then uh, Joe Manchin won't let us have the two thousand dollar check. That's right. I forgot to mention that. I will that. say, I think, I, I think his promise for this new Patriot Act um, is the one can is the one like pre like pre inauguration uh, promise that I I um, believe he's going to do. Yes. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, and also, yeah, we have to point out that um, it, it is kind of funny, as uh, Emma Vigeland stated, uh, that Joe Biden was making the promise that if you, you know, if we got the people in Georgia into the Senate, then, uh, you know, we're going to have those $2,000 checks. Um, yet Joe Manchin is not going to really. Yeah, Joe Manchin said, that's not, that ain't happening. That so ain't happening, folks. Um, and, uh, you know, just the go, thing is, go Democrats figure. are going to, are, are going to be like, oh, darn, I guess we can't yep. do that now. Yeah, that, that, that's actually very true. Like, it's just like Joe Lieberman in the Obama um, trifecta government. True. They're going to point to, to Joe Manchin is yeah. the one reason why they can't do anything. For, yeah, Joe, Joe Manchin uh, will it's be... Joe. It's always Joe. It is always a Joe. Joe, Joe Manchin is uh, in some ways the kingmaker of the Senate come January like 20th, 21st um, due to this uh, in a way. And it's, it's kind of depressing. However, we will have Bernie Sanders, who is okay. He's okay. After that happened, we found out he was okay. That's all that mattered. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, it, it, Bernie will be the head of a committee, either budget or um, I'm trying to remember the other one. It has something to do with health, which is good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Joe Manchin being the kingmaker, it, it just makes me wonder to myself what what like the the typical people who like don't fully follow like politics will think of like the democrats holding three branches and like not or sorry not three branches what am i saying uh holding the house senate and the uh presidents oh got, we got disconnected there for a second that we did some technical difficulty I'm At times. Um, but yeah, I think we were just finishing up anyway. Yeah, I mean, as, but, as we said before, Adam, that happened. Well, that happened. So, so sad. So that, sad. Well, that was a thing. We get it. We get it. Jokes aside. All right. Do you want to play us out? Yeah, I guess, you know, I'll just uh, do my TikTok dance and sing a song, right? Now, um, yeah, so this was not applicable. My name is Nick. 
I am Adam. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, bye. Bye.